alert! Red alert! There is gaming news! This is not a drill! I repeat... <laughs> mark, 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 stop, stop. Mark. It's too much. There's too much shaking. I just... Oh. Valve has taken legal action against two fan games after years of supporting seemingly similar projects. The company asked the developer of Portal 64, an upcoming demake of Valve's puzzle game playable on an actual Nintendo 64, to delist the project on GitHub out of fear of litigation from Nintendo. Which is perfectly fair given that Nintendo is basically the game industry's own personal Slenderman at this point. Wouldn't that just be Slenderman? Isn't Slenderman the gaming industry Slenderman? other than that one. But Valve also issued a DMCA takedown to GitHub over Team Fortress Source 2, an effort by Amper Software to bring Team Fortress 2 to the more modern Source 2 engine. TF Source 2 was made using Sandbox, a successor to Sandbox game Gary's Mod from the same creators. This was a bit shocking since Valve is usually lenient when it comes to using the Source engine and their IPs. It appears to state in the Steam subscriber agreement that you can create derivative works of Valve games and distribute them however you wish, so long as you do so non-commercially. But what about games like Black Mesa, an unofficial remake of Valve's Half-Life that is very much a commercial release and can be purchased on Steam? I played it, it's very good. The difference there is that the developers of Black Mesa got Valve's approval, something the company will occasionally do according to an official FAQ. Gary, of mod fame, tweeted that while it's maybe out of character for Valve to take down the project, it's hardly surprising since their entire game was uploaded. Mr. Zmod also said Sandbox does not have a license for Valve assets, and that seems to be what Valve has issue with. So maybe Valve isn't the same company anymore, or maybe the company has their own Source 2 update for TF2 in the works. Could it be? They finally learned the number that comes after two? Introducing Team Fortress 2 B. <laughs> but Valve also started a different controversy this week when they decided to start allowing games with AI-generated content on Steam after prohibiting them last summer due to legal uncertainty. Now the company has fully reversed course, introducing tools to allow the vast majority of games with AI content to be released on their platform but any games with AI content must disclose that fact. In their blog post from Tuesday, the company states that any developer trying to publish a game with AI content must promise Valve that their game doesn't contain any illegal or infringing content. A day before Valve wrote that, OpenAI admitted AI models couldn't exist without copyrighted material, so I'm not sure how effective that promise will be. We'll leave that to the lawyers. Valve will also allow games with live-generated content, so anything generated by AI while the game is running, but in addition to the aforementioned pinky swear, developers must also disclose what guardrails they have in place to stop their AI from generating illegal content. The company also added a new tool for players of such games to report illegal content if those guardrails fail. The one kind of AI content Steam is still prohibiting is live-generated adult sexual content. And I completely agree with that decision because I didn't even like saying that sentence. My entire body tried to reject it. I don't feel good. The US Actors Union, SAG-AFTRA, announced a groundbreaking agreement allowing video game actors to license their voice to AI voiceover company Replica Studios for use in creating digital voice replicas. 
This comes after the union recently ended a 118-day strike motivated by the threat of AI taking their jobs. <laughs> This video game voice acting deal was a surprising announcement, particularly to video game voice actors. Steve Bloom, the voice behind nearly every protagonist with a raspy baritone, tweeted his disapproval. Even Elias Tufexis, the voice of Adam Jensen from Deus Ex, said, I didn't ask for this. <laughs> I didn't ask for this. I didn't ask for this. I didn't. I didn't ask for this. I didn't want it. Many voice actors who don't sound like whiskey and cigarettes also expressed anger that this decision was made without their input. To help get everyone on the same page, SAG-AFTRA released an FAQ explaining that the deal was approved by the union's interactive media negotiating committee comprised of actors who regularly work in the video game industry, just apparently not on cool franchises we know about like Deus Ex. But they did divide mankind. <laughs> Furthermore, the deal was only made with a single company, so apparently it didn't necessitate a member vote. As to why they made this deal now, the union claims that getting involved in the technology while it's still developing will help them push for fair compensation, and that foreign and non-union companies are already using AI, setting industry precedents that could be highly exploitative. No doubt these explanations will be insufficient for those who don't want AI to be used in voice acting at all, but the agreement only lasts a year, so hopefully the union should be able to renegotiate should problems arise. Little pro tip for SAG-AFTRA, no one, not a single person, likes to read updates about their employment on Twitter. It's just not. Now it's time for Quick Bits, brought to you by Dbrand and their new X-Ray skins. Like all their skins, these are made from adhesive-backed vinyl, so they're easy to install and remove with no adhesive residue. And these aren't stock images or stolen assets. Dbrand literally hauled a bunch of electronics to a specialized lab full of nerds with science machines to get real X-Ray scans they could make into the dopest stickers. The X-Ray skins come in both light and dark mode variants, but for a limited time, Dbrand is offering both for the price of one. If you want to make that deal even sweeter, just head over to mybossesveryshort.com and enter the code GAMELINKED to get 10% off your entire purchase. It doesn't mean much coming from you. Yeah, everyone is very short today. <laughs> I mean, sure, quick bits aren't real in the sense that you can't, you know, hold them in your hand, but that's also true for skins, so why do you spend so much on them? Rumored specs for the Nintendo Switch 2 leaked twice this week. The only problem is, they don't fully match up. Well, as the saying goes, lightning doesn't strike twice. What does that mean in this context? Right. You're, you're safe? Both sources agree that the console's CPU is an NVIDIA Tegra 239, which has been rumored for years. But while Brazilian tech site Universo Nintendo claims it'll have 12 to 16 gigabytes of RAM, 256 to 512 gigabytes of storage, and a 1080p 60 hertz display, a Taiwanese economy news site says it'll only have eight gigabytes of RAM and 64 gigs of storage, but with a 120 hertz display. Who's right? We'll find out in September, according to a press release from Altec Lansing, the company that apparently owns the long dormant GameShark brand, which it's relaunching as AI Shark. Not even gonna open that can of worms because this is exciting. Or it was until the company confirmed to Jason Schreier that they made it up. Gaming leaks, hot gaming news, so cool. <laughs> in slightly more certain news, the title for Bethesda's upcoming Indiana Jones game is probably Indiana Jones and the Great Circle. I like that circle. <laughs> <laughs> I 
That's a good circle. We're fairly certain that's the name since Lucasfilm filed a trademark for that name two years ago and registered Indiana Jones and the Great Circle Game.com two days ago. But two years and two days, that's a square. <laughs> Other than a potential launch this year, not much is known about the game. But given that its developer, Machine Games, were behind the most recent Wolfenstein titles, it's probably a shooter. They do specialize in kicking Nazi ass. That's true. It seems weird to imagine Indy blasting through levels with a shotgun, but we do know he prefers guns to swords. And definitely to snakes. <laughs> Minecraft Legends, the real-time strategy spin-off of a little-known game called Minecraft, had its final content update yesterday, ending development only nine months post-launch. According to Mojang, the game will remain fully functional and still receive technical support as needed. Legends reviewed poorly out of the gate, and perhaps one of the most damning criticisms, leveled by Eurogamer's Kaylin Ellis, was that the game lacked space for creativity and experimentation. That's not great, coming from a brand best known for being the digital equivalent of LEGO. Even more so than any video game actually created by LEGO. And the head of publishing at video game company Nacon says he has identified the issue with the gaming industry. There's too many damn games. To be fair, he kind of has a point. It's hard to market a game when 49 others launched on Steam the same day. The exec further stated that COVID led to too much investment in video games, and now there's too many for customers to be able to play. I agree. We gotta shut it down. My house is full of PS5 discs. I can barely move around. And I don't even own a PS5. <laughs> and I can also barely contain my excitement when I think about all the gaming news I'll get to tell you about on Tuesday. I can't tell you yet what it is. I don't want to spoil the surprise. There's not too much gaming news, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> so, so. All right.